2: That they actually go all the way around to being like a genius at doing the opposite of their job. (laughs) And now, I I was a waiter for many, many years. I know it's a tough job. But this woman was like... It was as if she had never been in a restaurant in her life. (laughs) And actually, that's even too kind. It was almost as if she had just landed on a spaceship from outer space. And then the first structure she walked into was a restaurant and they were like, here's a job. And she was like, what are words? (laughs) Because we ordered two Bloody Marys and after about 15 minutes in an empty restaurant, she came out with two drinks. One was pink and one was brown. (laughs) And we were simply confused. (laughs) And I said, why are those two different colors? And she just went <laughs> and disappeared inside, was gone for ten minutes, and then came out with them <laughs> unchanged, and put them on the table, And I was like, what happened in there? Did she just like walk into a kitchen just full of sixteen foot tall ants from outer space, And she's like, And they're all like just flipping through Encyclopedia Britannicas and watching old episodes of I Love Lucy, trying to figure out what the fuck humans do in restaurants these days. Like, I expected her to come out to the table and be like, uh, what can I get for you, sir? And what can I get for you? And then go to the flower in the middle of the table, and what will you be having, sir? And we'd be like, what? And she'd be like, never mind.
3: Hey, welcome to Stand Up with Chris DiStefano. That was Kurt Braunohler. Yeah, Nicole Boyce is here. Chris
4: Stefano is here. Returned. back. I returned. You we're gone. Nicole, we you. you couldn't
3: wait to immediately replace me with a lesbian.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that is my goal uh, in all parts of my life is just to uh, find a lesbian instead.
3: Yes. Um. Uh, that was no, a great. We missed episode. you. We missed you. I missed oh, you too, babe. For listening so much. I know. It was. It was I, so. Uh, what.
4: We did. We did impressions of you. We. Uh, we I. Uh, I drank a smoothie that day. It was really. It was tough. I missed you. you know? I'm
3: a huge Sydney Washington fan, and I hope she likes me too.
4: I think she does. Yeah, yeah. Good. She seems to show a lot of reverence and respect for you. last Really?
3: Week, yes. Yeah. Well, good. We look up. She better. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking beat her.
4: Okay. No. Uh, uh, no. Okay. Don't say that. Don't say that.
3: Don't say that. I'm just kidding. Um. So, I. Uh, okay. So here's yeah. the good news for us, right? Yes. Uh, We got an ad, Stand Up With Chris Stefano podcast, was read on Joe Rogan podcast.
4: Yeah, ever heard of it, America?
3: Which is a huge deal. That's very 2019. It's kind of like having your ad read or something on like the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, like Uh in the 80s, like Uh it's huge. So we decided, because you know, we're just, it's 2019 and we're hoping that people from Joe Rogan's podcast Mm -hmm. came here. Welcome. Welcome, we're just gonna talk about aliens. Yeah. And ev- we're going to play a Joe yeah. Rogan clip, and everybody's comedy is just g- – everybody who we play today, mm-hmm. comedy-wise, is just – their bit is about aliens. Yeah, we
4: got that alien slash Joe Rogan theme, so we're playing yeah. some Kurt and Maria Bamford alien clips, and then we got the Joe Rogan, Tim Dillon block in the middle. Yeah,
3: we just want to cuck out. And just whatever, you know, that's t- how it is. It's just like, let's just find ways to get people to stay. Oh, yeah. Um, talk about so CBD,
4: wrestling. We'll
3: be transparent.
4: huh.
3: Talk about fucking, let's talk about do mixed you, martial arts. Res- yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's talk about hunting, mm-hmm. elk meat.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Let's just talk about everything. These Great comedians all, from Boston. These
4: are all, these are. My, this is right up my alley. Yeah. Hunting, I just came back from it. Uh,
3: Have you ever in your life? No. Never, right? No. Yeah, me neither.
4: I've been hunted.
3: My dad took me once to my mother when I was a kid. Thought like I was being too much of a pussy, mm-hmm. and because I like cried at Boy Scouts, so my <laughs> my mother was like, "You have to toughen up, Chris." This
4: explains a few things. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. So my dad took me. My dad's like it was like an off. Like, kind of in and out of jail, criminal kind of guy. Okay. So he took me to like, Dabbling. we were driving in New Jersey and uh-huh. he just turned off the highway, not off an exit, just like in the middle <gasps> of two exits, just turned and drove into the woods. <laughs> and like, we, he took out like an illegal handgun. And I, this is all true. I'm like, we started like shooting at animals Whoa. like deep in the woods. Oh. Yes, Whoa. wild, right? It sounds like
4: you like grew up like in a like a Ben Affleck movie or something. Well, just, yeah, like, I mean, it kind of did.
3: Yeah, did I ever tell you that people tell me I look like Ben Affleck and Ben Stiller?
4: You've told me that. How wild it is still that? Still doesn't make sense. But it's I like I still don't see it at all.
3: It's still crazy that that happens to me all the time.
4: And of course, I get Beto O'Rourke all the time. Oh yes. And of course, we have to uh, yes. Discuss he's not that. gonna.
3: He's not like, out though now, right? Like, is he even gonna? Yeah, for like Democrats, like I don't know if like he'll even do. People even care? I don't know about him. I hope
4: for the Joe Rogan listeners. We are um, libertarians. So. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right.
3: We're libertarians. <laughs> we are. Yes, 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 that's true. Right. We believe in um, what does the libertarians believe in? Like a um, like the free market and Jill Stein. They believe in Jill Stein. I so don't we're, know. we're supporting Jill Stein. I don't, think, I think Stein. I don't Tea fucking party? know politics. I don't know. Listen to me, guy. I don't know what's going All on. All I
4: know is libertarians are Bay. Bay. That's it. Um Me trying to fit in with Joe Rogan's crowd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> bay.
4: Libertarians are bay. So
3: I I was been traveling. You've been traveling. Yeah. I went I have to go to Des Moines, Iowa this week. Oh. Des Moines, Iowa in Kansas okay. City, okay. Middle America. Hello. Um Yeah, I've been doing like a lot of Stand up, working on my second hour, which I'm going to do in Chicago, by the way. I've made that decision. Chicago is such a good comedy city. Mm-hmm. It's like the be- one of the best comedy cities because mm-hmm. they're very blue-collar, so they get it. But then they also have a lot of, like, um, you know, like hipsters. And, like, it's, it's pretty much like New York, but smaller and cleaner. That's just uh-huh. what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's yeah, the yeah. same groups of people. Like, yeah. you'll have the same groups of people sitting in the audience. And I just – I wanted to do a special – I've done one in New York. I've done...
4: Size 38 ways, Comedy Central.
3: Thank you. Check it Did out. My Comedy Central presents Half Hour in Boston. Okay. So now we got Chicago. Those are like the three big cities. And you need LA, obviously, on the whiz-ass coast. Mm-hmm. But... Shout out. But I don't know. I li- I, I don't want to... I just kind of like still... I like a city. Like, I like to have like a neighbor. In LA, you don't have neighbors, right? Because it's yes, just too spread out.
4: Yeah. No, you have, you have neighbors. Yeah, but if I raise like my family in LA... What? It's a Hadid sister. Oh, true. <laughs> or a member of the Foster family. Yeah,
3: but I always feel like in L.A. I'm going to get eaten by a mountain lion or That's a cougar. That's
4: true. They do have those there. But you could get eaten by a person here, so choose true. True, true, who you true. want to get devoured by. <laughs> truth,
3: truth, 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 truth. My mom bought me this t-shirt I'm wearing. It's a John Varvatos t-shirt and I don't like it, but I'm wearing it for my mom. Mm,
4: Great, because this is a uh, visual medium, so perfect for your mom to see.
3: Well, I'm just like not a guy. I'm at a point in my life now Mm -hmm. where I don't want any graphics or anything on my t-shirt. I just want to wear a solid colored t-shirt. Why is that? I don't know. I just kind of feel like I've just reached a stage in my life where, like, I like how you're dressed. very nice today. Solid colors. Black jeans, black shirt, green button down. Thank you. I want to dress like you.
4: Well, the back, if the back of all my clothes is like Forever 21, like bejeweled all the way down the back. you
3: got to see <laughs> Could it. Could you imagine? You've that is me- what
4: it's, that's what it's like to shop in Forever 21. What Have are you,
3: are, do, you are, do you shop at Forever 21? I did. When you were a little girl?
4: When I was like 14.
3: Now you're a big boy. hmm Yes, yeah. I grew
4: up into an adult man and now I shop at, uh rei only yeah
3: (laughs) do you own a gun we do we do because we love wait what did you
4: shoot uh when you were hunting with your dad
3: it was like a it was like a um like a handgun like a probably like an illegal handgun with the serial number filed off what (laughs) no we were shooting Uh, at like birds like he was just like practicing like shooting a weapon
4: did you get anything no did he
3: no he was like sitting in a lawn chair. Like falling asleep, it was bizarre. Just, I was like ten years old.
4: Just for the love of the game.
3: Well, no, because he was like, "Oh, my mother said, you know, your mother said I got to take you out hunting because you're being a pussy." So, oh my god, this is this is a gun. Oh my god, that's the only one and only time ever in my life I've ever held a gun, though.
4: That's great. When, well, when my parents thought I needed to toughen up, they like dropped me off at like chess camp, and they were like, "Go to camp."
3: Do you play chess? I used to be really good. Chess is a very. Int- I play checkers, which can. I'm oh. just not a smart person. Chess is like Two colors. the mental workout of chess. Like I want my daughter to play chess.
4: Yeah. I used yeah. to have like a little handheld uh, magnetic version you could just keep in your pocket. I had a lot of friends. Yes. It's pretty sick.
3: <laughs> um, Today for me starts, my daughter starting dance. So oh. it's like a whole, I'm like a dance mom now. You are. It's a whole world. And I'm going to be like the only dad there, I feel like. When my kid's mom is working, no, she works- on tuesday so she can't be there but so i'm gonna be there but like what happens y'all you know, i'll put on a, my daughter loves tutus so
4: mm, so she'll be this perfect for that that'll be great yeah um let's play the next clips
3: oh joe rogan is
0: next got
4: joe rogan tim dylan let's play it
0: all right bigfoot's real all of those things are real <laughs> aliens they're all real the government tries to hide it because chaos would ensue if everybody knew I think aliens come to Earth just to fuck around. I really do, I really think that's why they come in the middle of the night. And I think that's also why they haven't saved us. What would you do if you were an intelligent species from another planet? Would you teach us anything? Imagine if we showed up in some strange part of the Congo where people had never been. We found some super advanced chimpanzees that had invented cell phones and rocket launchers. And all they were doing is taking pictures of their dick and shooting each other in the face. We'd be like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you guys doing? Give me that. Hey, cut the shit! Why hasn't someone done that to us? They're not coming. And if they did, man, we would have to explain a lot of shit. Because a lot of our society operates on this weird momentum. We pre- pretend things are normal. And we just keep doing the same shit over and over again because it's a tradition. Like circumcision, like a lot, a, lot of, a lot of weird shit that people do. Why do they do it? They do it because they've always done it. But at a certain point in time, Are we gonna keep doing it that way? Like, what if we had to explain it? Like, if aliens came down here and we had to explain human culture, what would be the most confusing thing to explain? Kim Kardashian. It's not even a joke. Not that there's anything wrong with her. She seems like a reasonable, nice person. She doesn't seem mean. I got no problem with her. But if you had to explain why she's the most famous woman on the planet, it would be a little difficult. If they were like, what's going on? Why her? You'd be like, ooh. Um, that is the most famous female on the planet, by the way. I see some of you shaking your head, who's more famous? Oprah? No sex tape, she wins. Fame? What's, what's fame? People paying attention to you. I really think that's the most famous person on the planet, that's a female. And if you are talking to aliens, you'd be like, how did that happen? Um, do you guys know what football is? You'd have to explain football, because you'd have to explain O.J. Simpson. And if you're going to really, truly tell the Kim Kardashian tale correctly, you'd have to go, football is the great American pastime. And what it is, is, is our number one sport. We take the biggest super athletes and we pat them up. It's all about moving a ball across the line. Okay? The ball goes across that line. Everybody gets fucking pumped. Because that means we scored. But if the ball goes across that line, everybody gets really sad. Because that means they scored. Okay? So more people watch football than vote for president. It's our number one thing. Now, O.J. Simpson was really good at football, so he fucked a lot of white chicks. And he got crazy and he married one of them. And what marriage is, is you write some shit down on paper, and then when the woman gets tired of your nonsense, she can leave and have sex with new men, but you have to continue sending her money. Yeah, well, O.J. wasn't buying that either. (laughs) So, he, he allegedly got a thing called a kitchen knife and he found his ex-wife alone with another man and he put the knife in their bodies until they stopped being alive and then he hired a team of legal assassins to get him out of trouble and they worked their verbal wizardry. If the glove does not fit, you must acquit. And all this craziness, and OJ walked on all charges. But Kardashian and Johnny Cochran died young of cancer. Now, I don't know if karma really is a motherfucker, (laughs) but if you got a better example, tweet it my way. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But this is not Kim's fault, and Kim is Robert Kardashian's daughter. And when a dad leaves behind a daughter, it leaves a hole, there's a void. Men need moms and girls need dads. There's this weird thing that happens. We have a yin and a yang. And when a young girl grows up without a father, a lot of times they develop this exorbitant need for male attention. And it can manifest itself in some really sad ways. Like they can become strippers or they become prostitutes or in Kim's case, she fucked this black guy with a giant dick and she filmed it. (laughs) And then it got on the internet, and she was like, how'd that get up there? She went on from that to make 50 times more than the president of the United States. Those are real numbers. If you went to Harvard Business School and said, listen, I'm thinking about starting a business. I want to make about 50 times more than the president. Here's my plan. I'm going to fuck an r and singer with a giant dick, and I'm going to film it. And that's it. They would be like, get the fuck out of our office. You don't know shit about business. But meanwhile, they were wrong. They're wrong, and she's right. A woman with a fake ass makes 50 times more than the commander in chief of the greatest army the world has ever known. And the aliens would be like, we're gonna fucking kill you all, okay? Oh my God, you could've stopped at football. We're gonna kill you at football.
2: Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes Or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast For full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you
1: get your podcasts Before I was a comedian, I was out of work a lot Friend, what's the worst thing about being out of work? What do you think? No money? Very reasonable answer That's not it It's not no money, it's not poverty, it's not homelessness. It is the unsolicited advice you get from your friends. I was out of work one week, leave me alone. One of my DJ friends, my personal trainer slash DJ friends, comes up to me and he goes like this. He goes, yo, bro, it's pretty fucking simple. You gotta see yourself as the world sees you, and that's the job you do. I was like, okay, that may be true, but you can't just be a retired detective. I can't just walk around New York City with a cup of coffee being racist. There has to be schooling. I am so happy to not be in New York. It's too fucking expensive. You gotta be evil. That's how much money costs. You gotta be evil. That's the only fucking way to live in New York City. It's so bad, nobody will even admit what they do for a living. Because they all pay eight grand a month for a loft, so whatever they do is fucking evil. But none of you if you ask somebody what they do for a living, you get the same response. You're like, what do you do for a living? Oh, he's a guy in a suit. He's like, ha 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 ha. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I mean! I mean ah! It's an experimental, you know, it's a multi-platform. <laughs> when J.P. Morgan forecloses on a house, I burn it down. Come on! <laughs> you know, I'm a designer. What do you design? I don't want to brag, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the uniforms at Guantanamo Bay. I love orange, <laughs> it down! I don't like, listen, here's the deal. Who's under 30? Well, now I feel weird about this joke. I've, I had no idea. No, let me, let me tell you this. I don't, I, I get angry at millennials, so I do. It, and not, not the old, oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, the four old people here. Just three elderly people in the back who work security for this theater. God bless you. Fuck these kids. No, here's the deal, if you're under 23, you have a fake job. That's, listen, unless you're in the military or a nurse and you're not, if you're under 23, you have a fake job. But the problem is, if you ask a millennial about their fake job, they are so confident that you feel like a piece of shit. You're like, what do you do for a living? They're like, actually, I'm an Instagram filter. Excuse me? Yeah, I'm Valencia. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I had a real job when I was a millennial. Okay, I didn't do any of this bullshit, like manage the Instagram account of a tweet or whatever the hell you do, okay? I had a real job, I sold subprime mortgages, thank you very much, thank you. I sold mansions to janitors, and they loved it for six to eight months. And then I had to stop doing that because I was growing as a person and the FBI and all this shit. And I was evolving and I moved from Long Island to New York City and I had to get another sales job. And this is how soft New York City is. I don't want it to happen in New Orleans. I see it happen, by the way. I don't want it to happen. This is how soft New York is. The only thing that I could interview to sell was organic baby food. But the problem was I brought all of the aggression from the mortgage world into that interview was just an old hipster. He's like, hey, welcome to Happy Baby. (laughs) I was like, I will do whatever the fuck needs to be done. (laughs) He's like, whoa, we're just really proud of the ingredients we put in the jars. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what goes in those jars. I work for you. (laughs) He's like, well, this is just going to the food co-op and talking to parents. I'm like, well, I won't talk to the feds. Put me in this radish pudding game now. They called the cops, but fuck them. They don't want to make money.
4: That was Joe Rogan and Tim Dillon.
3: Yeah, we were off air. We were talking about hunting elk meat and uh, <laughs> On it, sponsors the Joe Rogan podcast. They don't sponsor us, but we just want to say that we like On it. We also
4: like Onnit. O- um,
3: yeah, California. Yeah. I like uh, my two favorite cities are Boston and Los Angeles. Shout out to Comedy Store LA. That's, oh, you know, can we talk about Chappelle? Do you want to talk about Dave Chappelle real quick? Did you you watch a special?
4: No, I haven't. Okay. And
3: uh, Gail's daughter Chloe just walked in with food, 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 food. food. Shout out Gail's backyard, honey. And she said, talk about Chappelle now. Oh, yeah. Chappelle. Okay. Let me say something.
5: And I'm very curious, actually, to hear what you think about this.
3: I. Not only do I think that it's Mm -hmm. important to watch Dave Chappelle's stuff if you're a comedian. I think as just a person living on this planet right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go watch. Like. I told my kid's mom. I was like, "Listen, do me a favor, just go watch Dave Chappelle. Just uh-huh. go watch, just go watch his special, mm-hmm. okay? Just go watch it. Listen to what he's saying, listen to what he thinks about things and how I feel. I feel as a comedian. I'm like, when I saw, first of all, I knew for a fact that there were going to be haters all over the internet for that special. I knew it. And yes. I knew that it was going to be that yes. same that same small group that's very loud that you think that's what everybody thinks because then when the Rotten Tomatoes thing came out and it's 99% from the audience 17% from the critics I'm like here we go now like the finally like I feel like we're at a point now like a crossroads Mm -hmm. where it's Mm -hmm. like the bullshit is starting to be like it's starting to come out now where it's like hey the audience nobody's mad at this the majority of America Loves this shit. They love this shit because all he... Like, even with the Trump stuff, right? When they were like... Somebody on the epilogue was like, what are you going to do if Donald Trump becomes president again? He was like, get a tax break. It's like... That's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's true. It's hilarious because it's true. A lot of times, like, he's so funny. What he's saying... There's certain times where like comedians say something like I don't agree with that. And the reason why I don't agree with it is because it's it I don't agree with it fundamentally, but it's like mm-hmm. it's also not that funny. With Chappelle, he could say thing he could say a polar opposite view mm-hmm. of what I think, mm-hmm. but I'll be like, "Ah, he's so funny. His talent is so mm-hmm. like next level that mm-hmm. you're like, "You know what? I agree. I agree with you, Dave." I, even though I don't, I do. It's like that's fucking fun. You got me there. Mm-hmm. Like even the most anti, you know, like even even the, the the most liberal people like you can't even imagine how liberal they are would laugh at when he said I'll get a tax break from the Trump thing. It's mm-hmm, like it's just mm-hmm. funny. I'm sure gay people la- loved him. That story he was telling about <laughs> the transgender women, it's like I, he loved it, you know? Like I, I that's my opinion on it.
4: That other people loved it. That everyone loved
3: it. <laughs> that well not that everyone loves it, that it's like <laughs> if you don't like I think if you here's what I think. Here's what I genuinely think. Yes. I think if you're yes. a person that needs to laugh, you'll mm-hmm. laugh at Dave Chappelle. If you're a person that is in comedy or like likes comedy cuz like you really mm-hmm. don't have any fucking real problems but you're just like, "Okay, life's boring, so I can get offended by that." But mm-hmm. a, a factory worker from Iowa, gay, straight, black, white, whatever, they laughed at Dave Chappelle. For sure they laughed at him. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believe I that. I think
4: people the 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 one of the main consensus I saw on my little corner of the internet was that for someone who used to be so like who stopped doing his show because right. of like people laughing at the wrong reasons right that it was weird to see him take the side of someone who can now like who is in a position of power and is like making fun of people that don't have a lot of power but i you know? don't think
3: dave Chappelle stopped. i don't think he really stopped when you talk to dave chappelle and like the people uh, around him
4: well, as i do
3: he <laughs> <laughs> i have i have he didn't stop because he stopped because of like the Hollywood machine—that's yeah. like disgusting. This like the fake bullshit that you get all day, every day, and right. when you go out to yeah, Hollywood yeah, for yeah. any extended amount of time, yeah, and you're around people in entertainment, this fake bullshit that you see—he stopped because of that. He's like, I, I can't be around that anymore. With right. this like, I don't want to sell out anymore, and like, I just don't want to do that. So but that's he's why he like stopped. Making
4: I- like six like Netflix specials for like a million dollars. A million
5: dollars, like
3: 90 million dollars. Nine, oh, big time. A million
4: dollars, the biggest number ever. Yeah, but it's like... <laughs> Can't count
5: fast.
3: But it's also like, I think like he's like old school in the way like a comedian yeah. is supposed to be able to... Yeah. You're supposed to watch Chappelle if you like comedy and be like, you know what? I'm watching him with no... I'm watching him with kind of just understanding it's all comedy. Understanding yeah. that he's yeah. coming from a place of love mm-hmm. in his heart with everything. He, I don't believe that Dave hates any group. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't, you know.
5: I think Be- that the notion of like you're supposed to watch it and feel this way is kind of the issue. Like I okay, I did watch the first half of it. I thought it was funny. I thought that I think that in general the sort of idea he has is like the people that are getting outraged aren't necessarily the people that right. they're offending. Like there's something to that, and I do think that he's coming with love in his heart. However, there, I can understand like when he the siding with the victims for a Michael Jackson thing, like, kind of was like, is this really a, is this really like a, a mantle you need to take up? Is it so important mm. that like, I get it, I get, it, and I, I get yeah. why my view is wrong, but I also get why, but I also disagree with you.
3: Yeah, well, well, the thing is, the thing is, like, look, yeah, first of all, telling anybody to do anything, it's like, I shouldn't. Do whatever you want, but it's also like the same thing where Hannah Gatsby was like, "This is the, w- the way comedy has to be now—like it or love it." It's she like,
5: did not say that, though. Everyone else said it in response to her. Everyone was like, "Oh no, comedy's gone." Like that's the—that's the sort of disconnect that bugs me a little bit.
3: But also, it's like I, I think when you like watch comedy, especially someone like a Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. it's like you really are like he truly is like one of the greatest comedy minds. I think that's ever yeah, lived.
4: Yeah, So doubt. it's like, yeah. to
3: really, like, it's, and that's what I love about comedy, it's so subjective. It's like, you can absolutely not like his comedy. Of course, it means, it, absolutely, it's not, his thing's not for everybody. I do
5: think that the idea that comedians have to have, like, be our moral high ground is, is problematic. Like, I don't want yeah. comedians yeah. to have to be, have to answer for, like, like, people sure. should be able to say fucked up things. I'm yeah. Like, I would fight for Dave Chappelle's right to say fucked up things. Absolutely. Um, sure. But then I think that when the conversation becomes about what what's, what you're supposed to think or this bigger conversation what comedies become, I think people can get a little bit myopic about it and base it sort of based on their own um right objective. Yeah. I also the thing I think
4: is interesting is when um comedians get rich, I think is or just Mm. like when artists in general get rich. I think that's something that that kind of feels like the disconnect for me. And I don't know it's just interesting to see like what happens because inevitably with art you hope to make a career out of it or something sure. or with comedy and then they get really rich and i think that there is just some kind of disconnect between someone who's so fucking rich like that right and people watching it i don't right. know and i think people feel that
3: well and that i'll say drive this a lot of i agree with you i think like Standups especially like the the art form is like you have to appeal to the common man. that's like right. you know that's yeah. why it's like best kind of comedy is the best in the most intimate setting. like you could yeah. do comedy Madison square garden and yeah, but there's a disconnect, right? Like that's why the comedy seller's so great, it's small. so I think like even like when you look at no comparison between the two, but like if you look at the first two Kevin Hart specials when he was kind of like doing very well, but like still you know, was around the common people. I mean, he was, one, it's one of common the f- funniest, spe- common man. It's one of the f- most funny, it's one of the funniest specials you'll ever mm-hmm. see. It's his mm-hmm. first two specials. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't stop laughing. And then his last one, it's like in Eagle Stadium and there's fire and stuff like that because mm-hmm. he's just been disconnected and it's mm-hmm. not as funny. He's still a genius. I mean, he's still Kevin Hart, but it's like, he's disconnected. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, I thought, as a comedian, did a very good job of staying connected to what i think someone i'm using iowa as like it's just middle of the country as as some some worker in iowa can watch with their families that's like just represents like a big part of america i think like that he did a very good job as good a job as he could being a multi multi-millionaire and just still speaking Mm -hmm. to you know the common man Mm -hmm. where i I think other comedians have done far less of a job it's very hard to do i mean when you're when you could take like a fucking helicopter somewhere right you know it's hard to like think of a joke that a person who's riding the train would laugh at you know mm-hmm. it's it's like it's hard like if even like you know i've seen comedians do it where i'm like uh eh, i don't know i get what you're saying but it's like you're still talking about your mansion or you're still right. talking about yeah. things that are like you have so yeah. much money like do you really know yeah so i personally you know i also think it when you look around like if you know it's it kind of just keeps showing like the new york la like these big cities are like they're just like little islands off like the coast of real america because i just believe the middle of the country they don't they just are like what are you talking about like there's no pro like we liked it I, i don't know am i not supposed to like it now like we liked it Mm-hmm. So and you find you that you can't
5: generalize literally everyone and say we liked it. I mean some of them liked it, some of them didn't. It's like, that's the other majority. Thing. It, it, but that whole thing of uh, we talked about this in that episode, I think maybe our pride episode about like the <laughs> the in-group bias where you think everyone you see differences within your own group but not within other sure. people's. Like th- sure. there's a whole spectrum of people that felt differently about it. Like that's that's the thing I think gets lost in this is that there's not like a correct
3: Right. I don't know. But I think the numbers don't lie either where it's like when you I know Rotten Tomatoes is like who I mean that's just one website but it's like you see 99% of the on everybody loved it but the critics did not, you mm-hmm. know. Is this
4: mm-hmm.
5: for the Joe Rogan episode? Yeah,
4: this I is I was gonna, this is us in character as Joe Rogan.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. i It's interesting.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, oh, uh, why, why is this is this the, not Joe Rogan?
5: I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think, it, I,
3: think, I, think I think I think Joe Rogan fans Rogan are would have loved this. I, I think, think it's just so many people it'll be yeah. like down the it's good to get contra- uh conversation started anyway you know there's people who are gonna can't disagree with me more and people are gonna be like finally somebody's saying something you know so people
5: that don't know my last name
3: yes 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 (laughs) yes so i don't know with that being said maria bamford (laughs) who's awesome by the way have you ever really sat and watched maria bamford yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, she's so... When
4: I'm ignoring Dave Chappelle.
3: <laughs> she's so... Did you not like it at all? I haven't seen it. Oh, that's right. You haven't seen so it. So my... my uh, Chloe said you saw the beginning.
4: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. My intake is limited. My opinion. My take is limited,
5: too. Also, it's one of those things where I'm very... um I'm pretty influenceable. Like, I will read an article and agree with whatever the person says, and then read another article and agree with that person. Like, right, I think right, that right. there's just different takes on it, and... the. I, I watched everyone... it twice
3: because I felt it felt like oh. homework for me, you know, as a comedian. It, that's what it felt like, you know, cuz I'm someone who d- wants to do what Dave does. Right. You know, so it's like I've watched it twice and I'm just like I don't
4: Well, everyone I'm should be able to have those opinions cuz we live in the United States of America. Fuck yeah. Everyone can have an opinion about Oh Dave yeah, Chappelle. absolutely. And that's I, in the Constitution. I, Everyone can have
3: an opinion about that's why. Chabot. That's why I think it's good to have these conversations. It's in the Constitution
5: like, that Dave Chappelle can have any opinion.
3: Any opinion. <laughs> but that's why I think, <laughs> like, um, uh, I just want to say, like, I think that's what's great about this. Is like we should – I don't think we do this enough. I think now mm-hmm. it's like if you don't agree with me, fuck you. It's like we can't have that. It's like mm-hmm. all three of us can have different opinions here yeah. and still be BFFs forever. Like yeah. it's one forever. thing in our life.
4: Forever. But I
3: feel like now it's like, you know, y- you know like you're going to hate somebody because of one thing they don't agree with you with. I, I think people want – You'd, this world to be black and white But it's gray This is a gray area you were, Being human is a gray, gray zone mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. things are great, Some things are not I could find 10 things That are really shitty About some of our greatest heroes You know I'm sure I could
4: Yes Definitely so, you know, That's definitely it's like, true
3: It's just what it is yes. But not you Nicole
4: No I haven't done anything wrong ever In my life Nicole Which makes me perfect
3: Chloe I miss Chloe
5: I'm back. She's right here. <laughs> I missed her. <laughs> yeah. I
3: I, you were all over the world.
5: Yeah, I did a bit of traveling.
3: Should we go on a trip? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we seriously go on like to a road trip? To middle America. You want to like take the fucking bus to Atlantic City? Yeah. Like do dirty shit like that? Yeah. Chloe, that's a no from Chloe.
5: I'll meet okay. you guys in Atlantic City. Okay. <laughs> you can take the bus.
3: And that's a no from Chloe.
5: All right. I am the coastal elite. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we're, we're all coastal elites. Yeah, we are. We're, we're all real. from we're all from the coast. That's yeah. what's
5: so funny about you, though, Chris, is like you have this sort of working class thing of Brooklyn. It's like, but the other, you're, with, like we said, got to leave Brooklyn and go to a different part of Brooklyn like, to yeah. get <laughs> different opinions.
3: Different opinions. Well, yeah, that is well, that is a great part about being in New York. It's like you can go to different neighborhoods yeah. and like it's different parts of the country. Exactly. Right. Totally. You know, I mean, totally. like literally like my part of Brooklyn, you know, is like pretty liberal. And then you cross the Verrazano Bridge and it's like, Trump country. Right. You know? So it's like literally, I can see it from, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. it's, uh, but that that's good and I guess bad about living in New York. But I will be in Des Moines, Iowa, and Kansas City this Friday and Saturday. So check it we'll out.
4: see. All right. Maria Bamford. The best. See you next week. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Unless you have a.
3: Yay. Go listen.
4: I think we solved everything. Yeah. Do you want this podcast to be three hours like Joe Rogan's?
3: Yes. That's another re- good thing we did. We did it, gave them a long one.
4: All right.
6: That was our introduction, and now it's time to begin.
3: <laughs> now, okay, bye.
6: I love this job. If you ever like like your job but then feel like, oh, I wonder if we could take it to the next level. you know like I could be an accountant but also be a cloud
7: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Every year rain down upon people. I uh every year I think about a different job I could do like like this year I could have be a nurse, you know, like, oh, do you need me to hose that off? Uh, I could be a cop, because LA's hiring, right? You know, I went down there. Yeah, I could be like, hey, 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 stop it. Like that, I could do that, you know? But I I work a lot by myself, and I do really miss camaraderie of working in a place, you know, being with other people, because I'm by myself most of the time, and I miss the, uh,
7: "Where where do I go for lunch? Where do I go for lunch? Where do I go for lunch? Get
6: like a sandwich or something. Uh-huh. Like a salad. Oh. Some place where get a Diet Coke. Oh. We could go to Quiznos! <laughs> yes, we could, my friend. Yes, we could.
7: I like the drama, you know. Don't touch Donna's labor maker. <laughs> okay, don't touch it. <laughs>
6: Cause she bought it with her own money. <laughs> Enough said, sister.
7: Enough said. I don't want anyone fucking touching my shit either. That's why I've sharpened my
6: tape dispenser. My Nombre. So, uh, yeah. I got in trouble sometimes because I get kind of out of control at work because uh, other people's food always looks better. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Did someone else take my key lime pie your play? Yeah.
6: No, it, it wasn't me. This, it really wasn't me this time. Did you eat my Southwestern
7: Scarlene cuisine?
6: <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
7: Did you eat my hatchback, a rabbit? It's just basically half a head with an ear that I've been (laughs) gnawing on for the past five years. It still has a ribbon around it because my mom gave it to me for Easter. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Stop it. Stop scrambling things up in your chops.
6: Um I uh like simple foods. I do like I like comedy club food which is a boon, you know, cuz I like simple, you know, just I don't want to hear about the food, you know, and they t- a fancy rest and they say, oh, we're going to terrify the beef. And then we're going <laughs> to shove it next to some carrots that don't know what's going on. And they're going to try to escape what they're paddling, desperate, for short, but there's a tsunami of booze juice coming at them. Like, I, I, I don't need to know that. Uh, does that shape fit in here? How do we get it in the munching cave? <laughs> dinner blizzard, a blizzard uh, of dinner. (sighs) Let's get in the pipeline. Hey, um, so yeah, okay, yeah. You know when you're at your public pool and you're just tugboating along on three noodles and a kickboard? (laughs) Okay. Some kid's like, hey, why are you taking all the noodles? <laughs> it's not my problem. School gets out, it's three. <laughs> I got here at one, buddy, self-employed. <laughs> you may have one noodle. <laughs> so, uh, did anyone here just move to Los Angeles? Yeah? yeah? Well, do you have a job yet? Yeah, yeah what's your job? Okay, that's a good job, right? Because they got Benny's, right? Benefits, and and then do you get do you get like the old pinas, pineapples? You know, like the like the cookies that have been crushed. That have been crushed. <laughs> They're no good. <laughs> Sorry cookies you get. That's real nice. It's good to have a job. They, uh, are, I know when I moved out there, they're like, you've got to have a job when you come to L.A., and that's the only way you can go to L.A., is have a job. So I got a, I got a job during, I don't know who said that, but somebody in my head said that to me, <laughs> clearly, and they were enunciating when they said it. Um, I, uh, I moved out to L.A., I started doing Star Trek characters in a touring show, and the tour went to mall openings and uh jack-in-the-box promotions all over <laughs> victoria texas and uh, it's a bit of a longer piece so uh settle in uh...
7: <laughs> greetings i'm Major lanka of the planet beijor i can see the makeup on your face Oh, you mean my genetic makeup. <laughs> yes, I am molecularly different from you as I am an alien and you are a human. <laughs> uh, Great. Get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Ah, Excellent. <laughs> Good way. Hello. <laughs> I shall try it on the Klingon when he is back from his smoke break. <laughs> ah, Yes. Why do you have stains all over your uniform? Because the uh, Starship Enterprise is not reimbursed for dry cleaning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you, sir, you, sir, we're sitting on the bench. Uh, do you have a moment to speak to an alien? Uh, uh You have a, a doggy bag from Coco's? Yes? Is he uh, waiting for your wife? Yes a VFW hat? Yes, I'm a veteran of foreign wars myself. Would you like to hear the story of my people? (laughs) Yes. Uh, We were from Bajor, uh, much like the Jews. We were decimated by a superior race, uh, the Cardassians, uh, reptilian folk. The last memory I have of my parents is uh, I was... um, making paper dolls in the attic. Yes, we have attics. (laughs) We are not barbarians. (laughs) And I heard the cries of my parents and I ran down the stairs. Yes, yes, we have stairs. (laughs) You think us imbeciles? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm defensive, I'm defensive. (laughs) And there I found the Bodies of my parents flayed from stem to stern by the deadly Cardassian toenail. And all I have left to remember them by is this bloody paper doll. (laughs) Yes, it does look like a napkin from Steak in the Cup with ketchup on it. It looks like that, but it is not. It is not, my friend. Are you one of the deniers of the Holocaust? (laughs) Would you like to play an improv game with the Vulcan?
6: <laughs> I said, ah, that's it. Because, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> this has been a Comedy Central podcast.